0: Hey, Jeff.
1: Hey, Eric. How are you? Pretty good. How are you?
0: Doing well, thank you. We have a friend
1: who we've known for... Well, we don't just have one friend. <laughs> we, I, I want to make that clear. I don't want people out there thinking, you don't have... these two guys have one friend. <laughs> you don't want to start off. No, I don't. We have one friend. No, I, I'm here to... I hope this friend listens to the podcast. If you, if you have that idea <laughs> of us, I am here to disabuse you of that notion we do not just have one friend. We have lots of friends. Some of them we share. I have Joe, lo- friends of my I, own. I'm going to be very Eric has friends of his own.
0: I'll be very honest. The more you fight it, the more it sounds, more like, it sounds really like we only have one friend. Only one friend. <laughs> we have one friend. <laughs> we have a friend. His, his name is Terry. No, his name is not his name is not Terry.
1: <laughs> He's worked in the industry for 45 years.
0: <laughs> we have we ha- one of our friends. One of our friends. Works in this industry. Okay. We have a lot of friends who work in this industry. Yeah. But we, we have one specific friend who asked to be on the podcast and was like, where do you record said podcast? I said, from our apartment. That's that's the thing. He said, listen, pal. Terry. Terry. We record from our home. Yeah. We're recording there right now, actually. We are here. Right. Right in our
1: apartment this is an apartment and a studio but not a studio apartment that's right just so people don't you know people out there aren't like hey these two jokers yeah with their one friend (laughs) yeah with their one friend sleep in a bunk bed no and then roll out (laughs) although if you use your imagination yeah ding dong (laughs) the guest is here and then we line up by the door clean up jeff (laughs) so like it's the like it's the brady bunch We're like behind me
0: on this wall. Or what's,
1: what's that uh, movie? Oh, Sound of Music.
0: Behind <laughs> behind, me on this wall is a giant television. We have a bunch of apps on our Apple TV, Netflix, mm-hmm. uh, Hulu, YouTube. Yeah. And I bring this up because we share a YouTube app. Mm hmm. On that Apple TV, and uh, I'm sure... It's your account, right? It is my account, but but I'm sure, like, you know, whether you're watching something or I'm watching something, the algorithm is figuring something out. Mm -hmm. But lately, it's tended more to my stuff. Well, you use the thing more than... I I watch
1: Netflix mostly.
0: Yeah, yeah. but this has been um, filled
1: with okay well we need to okay we i i know you're going to say yes but we need to back up a little bit because where it starts is you were watching lock picking videos well but not just like one what you you watched a bunch like i know it started with me getting locked out of my room and we need to get into my room
0: that is where it started and then youtube said hey if you like this maybe we are like the hardy boys you should watch 80 more of these yeah and i i do have to say i guess it's like asmr which never really, um, pardon the pun, clicked with me. Uh-huh. But <laughs> see, wait, wait, I pretended to laugh and then I actually laughed because it was funny. Yeah, but which was funny? Mine. Oh, okay. Jeff. Uh huh. We share a sense of humor. <laughs> we- <laughs> now listen, I I watched those lock picking videos because YouTube said watch them, mm. and I got into it. I was like, oh, will this guy ever not pick a lock, and how crazy will it get? So I watched a whole bunch of those, and then YouTube's like, I know you like those lockpicking videos. You know what else you might like? Metal restoration. That's right. Yep. That's right. And so I started watching all these videos about sandblasting. And by the way, fascinating stuff. <laughs> honestly. Honestly, cool. I couldn't get enough of it. I was just like, how in the world did they bring these these flamethrowers and and toys and uh old tools back to life hold on how do you
1: go like that was some real diminishing returns no i mean you started off with flamethrowers went to toys yeah yeah yeah. and then what was the third one tools old tools yeah old tools jeff just because you find flamethrowers to be the most interesting of those three doesn't mean that we both do (laughs) i was talking to somebody i was like we need to bring the word tools back like 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 someone is a tool yeah because i was like i was like herb is so good and it's sort of back yeah I feel like Tool comes
0: back, too. I'm I'm down. All right. Okay. Anyway. So, then I started watching those. Then YouTube was like, here's here's what's up next. Car restoration videos. Now, you know me. Mm -hmm. I'm not out back, you know, wrenching on 36 Plymouths. Wrenching on 36 Plymouths? I know you're surprised. (laughs) Is that the way we talk now? Yeah, of course. But I'm... You know me. I'm watching. I'm not out here. I'm watching these videos. Uh Uh-huh. And it is truly... Great stuff. (laughs) The guy, I'm watching, I've gotten to a point now with my viewing habits where I'm following this guy around the country, Tom, looking in people's backyards for not just working cars, but he wants like scrap heaps. He wants to find like a 56 Corvair that doesn't have any parts or engines in it. It's just like the body. And he wants to be like, oh, yeah, well, this had, like, you know, a straight Hemi and and a, a block engine. And, like, you know, talking about, like, the different carburetors and where you can find serial numbers. And I'm just, like, all in. Wait, that's it? He just asks people to, like... He wants to see old cars. They can be... Yeah, but it's not an old car. It's just an old car, like, the the body of
1: it. Like, some he some you, are. He, some he are. wants you to use your imagination as to what this could
0: be. Well, yeah. I mean, he's, he's sort of in the business of... Maybe someone out there is looking for an old body that they can team up with a bunch of parts that they can buy online and rebuild that car. And I
1: am so far on board. Out. You're so on I am, board. I could Jeff, not be less on board. Jeff,
0: let's find <laughs> a '67 Mustang body and rebuild it. I get, just go to currencies. <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that's the life I want to live. Maybe I'm, I'm just into rebuilding cars, and I never even knew it until I watched on YouTube. You live in New York City. My point you is, You don't even though, have a car. My point is, Jeff. Uh-huh. Here we go. That we also share a Netflix account. And one day, over lunch, we're both sitting at this table without all the recording equipment. Because it's not
1: always a studio. And
0: I found this stupid show on netflix and i was like well it's not about cars so who knows if i'll be interested in it Mm -hmm. but it is a game show so maybe jeff will be interested in it i
1: don't we're really gonna talk about this it's called this is the worst show
0: ever it's called awake and it is so bad how bad is it and they put so much money into this it's so bad you answered your own question it's
1: so bad it's what it is, is they keep uh, contestants awake for 24 hours. Right. Counting, That's the start. <laughs> counting quarters. Yeah. And so you have to, the person who counted the least amount of quarters is kicked out. And the person who uh, kept the worst tally of how many quarters they counted is also kicked out. And then after these 24
0: hours, they're put in front of a live studio audience to do these dumb tasks. Mm-hmm. Like thread 12 needles with a, with a string. Yeah. With, with a thread. With a thread. Yeah. They thread with a the thread. They string with a string. And if they don't lose that and they make it to the end.
1: It th- like we're, we're going way too far. There's the possibility
0: st- is the- of winning a million dollars. Yes. This is a bad game. It's so dumb. And we had a friend, Alex, come over and we told him how dumb this game was. And, and we, we, we said,
1: don't watch it. And he went home. And by the way, he, he said, well, what he said was, he said, I won't watch it. I promise you. I promise you. I will not watch this. Yeah. 45 minutes later, he was at his place watching it. So what does that say about, like... Recommendations? Yeah.
0: Nobody listens. (laughs) Nobody cares. You're a bunch of tools. Yeah. (laughs) Jeff, who's on the podcast today? Pink Sweats. Pink Sweats, the Philadelphia born and raised R&B singer, signed to Atlantic Records. Jeff, you were on to his music on the earlier end? I was the first one. Jeff discovered Pink Sweats (laughs) and we are breaking him Mm -hmm. today. Today we break Pink Sweats who has, you
1: know, like
0: 45 million plays on Spotify. Listen, you know, I was re-listening to the, the podcast the other day in preparation to put it out tonight and I had forgotten about one major part of his story which happens in the middle of this episode. So if you think... That you know what his life is all about, growing up in the church, moving from the city to the suburbs, falling in love with skater boy music and other things like that. You mean literally
1: Avril Lavigne's music? Yes. Yeah.
0: You're not ready for what actually happens in the middle of this episode. So don't guess where this is going. Just sort of... Take it as it comes, and
1: man. All right, before we go any further, I want to give three recommendations for episodes that if you like this one, you might like these other ones. People love this segment. Number 191 with Tierra Wack. Tierra Wack, who has collaborated with Pink Sweats,
0: talks about her time growing up in Philadelphia, her time growing up in Atlanta, Georgia, how she worked at a car wash where people like 2 Chains and Future and Andre 3000 would show up, how she caught the attention of Meek Mill and Flying Lotus and Melanie Martinez and how she created this career that is so different than what anybody could have even envisioned for a wordsmith from Philadelphia. Listen to that podcast. Number 191 one ninety one with Tierra Whack.
1: Also, number 207 with Ari Lennox.
0: Ari Lennox, who's one of our favorite people and has one of our favorite albums of 2019, Shea Butter Baby, which is out now. Please go dive into that. Enjoy it. Let it sink into you. It is one of the greatest works of art you're going to find. She's also on the new Dreamville project called Revenge of the Dreamers 3. No big deal. She talk to us about her life which is just Remarkable.
1: Crazy. Getting on a bus and going out to LA without knowing anybody and
0: singing for Eric Benet and hoping that Beyonce would find her YouTube covers and how she actually met Ebe Hamad who is the Dreamville president, how that led to meeting with Jay Cole and writing for him and not being signed and it's just a, a tremendous journey that we were super excited to speak with her about and you guys will love that episode number 207.
1: I also want to say number one eighty-six with LMA. We got LMA
0: up here right before her song boot up hit the top ten, which eventually, by the way, went number one after she was on our podcast. So you're saying that we deserve a plaque. I am definitely saying that. All of our friends over at Interscope. Yeah. Send us a plaque for LMA's boot up. Well actually, I don't want to share a plaque.
1: We we share a YouTube account.
0: Yeah. We share Netflix. Yeah. Two plaques. Two plaques. Two plaques. We have lots of wall space. Interscope. Yeah. Send us our plaques. Yeah.
1: Hashtag <laughs> send,
0: send us, us our, our plaques. LMA came up here. Oh, I, I,
1: I definitely <laughs> was about to
0: keep going. LMA <laughs> came up here and talked all about how she was discovered by DJ Mustard, how she played soccer growing up, how she moved to Queens in the middle of, of middle school, how she was. In a girl group called Arise, how she was on X Factor, how she had this whole sort of vision of how her life was going to go. And then all of a sudden, she meets us and she goes to number one on the charts.
1: And she sent us to plaque. <laughs> Amazing. I remember all this.
0: Shout out to all of our friends over at Interscope, who, by the way, have the three artists that you mentioned. Ari Lennox, Ella May, oh, and was, Sierra That Wack. was not planned. Send us our plaques yeah whoa send us our plaques what send us our plaques one more time send us our plaques two more times (laughs) send us our plaques six more times (laughs) Jeff, when do you want to get into it? Right now. Yo, what up? It's Eric, aka Split the Dutch, aka
2: Double Date. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, aka Mask On, Fuck It, Mask Off, aka Eyes Wide Shut. Yo, 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 it's Pink Sweats, aka Watch Your Grandma, because I'm like, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, it's your third favorite podcast to waste time with. this the real.
0: Yo, Pink Sweats, what's happening? You're in the RV. Base, and I feel like there's, there's this trope in R&B videos where it's like you can put like you know rain in a video and anyone just looks cool mm-hmm. you come to New York City it is disgusting outside is there any way that you a very charismatic guy can just walk down the street and look cool while it's raining
1: no
2: nah, I don't thrive <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the wet climates not at all
0: <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you go to an aquarium <laughs> yeah Man. <laughs> Not been, so
2: much? No. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been to an aquarium. Really? Never?
1: How is that possible? Remember. Have you been to the zoo?
2: I've been to the zoo.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was regular. Yeah. I yeah. mean,
1: is Philly known for its zoo? Philly is a zoo. Well, oh, uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, where are you originally from?
2: I'm from West Philly.
0: Okay. And what was growing up there like?
2: Like a zoo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got your giraffes. Yeah. You got your, uh, Lions, yeah, lion and that makes lions. you. I feel like I'm a penguin. A penguin, somebody told me I was a penguin, and I was Someone like, hmm. told you, yeah, who is this? Somebody? I asked somebody, it was a girl, she was like, You know, I see people as animals, and I was like, What animal am I? She was like, I think like a penguin. I was like, I like penguins, and you you, you ran
0: with that. <laughs> You're like, I can't fly, yeah. Well, conversely, is she a bird? Wow, <laughs> a bird? Oh. Yeah. wow. yeah, all right, <laughs> Ooh, that was good.
2: Um, growing up in West Philly, big family, uh. Actually, yeah, my family's pretty big. We had, like, a stereotypical hood family. Like, if you lived in a hood, like, your family lived on the same block. Like, my family lived next door to each other in, like, two or three houses.
0: So you had, like, cousins and... All
2: my cousins, like, literally on the same block. What was Thanksgiving like? Awkwardly, Thanksgiving was not that big. Because, like, my, my mom, we would go to her mom's house, my grandmom's. So the, I guess the bigger side of the family comes from my dad. Mm-hmm. My dad, they're Southern. You know, they believe in having a lot of kids and stuff.
0: So you're living amongst all your cousins there. And what was, like, elementary school, middle school like for you?
2: Yo, elementary was crazy. And middle school was crazy. I didn't realize it until I moved to the suburbs when I was older. But it was nuts. It was, like, every day, like, just fighting and like arguing and just being crazy kids including you yeah man i was i was out here in the in the parking lot with the hands did you have any old, <laughs> did you have
0: any older siblings nah i am the oldest whoa so you gotta yeah. you gotta live it and figure it out yourself yeah man so who did you like look up to to sort of like give you some instruction on how to how to move god
2: <laughs> <laughs> nah, I grew up mad Christian, so that was that's just like the sti- typical answer. What is regular Christian and what's mad Christian? Man, mad so Christian. Christian is when when I just answered. Right? Yeah, he's like, yeah. He's like, so who did you look up to? I look up to God. Yeah, you know, all things to Him. Yeah. It's like, what does that even mean? <laughs> like, whenever you gotta ask somebody, what does that even mean? It yeah, means they mad Christian. <laughs> so, like, you went to a private school then, like a Christian, a Catholic school? No, my parents were. They had so much faith. They did not put me in those. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they put me in the in the regular school <laughs> at the zoo. So yeah, like, cool. But
0: and you still went to like Sunday school?
2: Nah, I um, I never really did Sunday school because we always too late for church. Well, I mean,
1: there's a lot of kids so like get ready for school or
2: for uh, church. I'm guessing, right? No, for real. Yeah, my like my household was like we do like the prayer every morning, and it's like. I don't do that anymore. It's so annoying.
0: You say grace over every meal?
2: Every meal. that's It's a lot. What you, and then I, you still get sick and then you get confused. Like, i, I know, prayed yeah. over this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> also, at a certain point, like, do you try to switch it up? Or are you doing, like, the same prayer, like, every time? It's just like, thank you for... The same one. I yeah. think
2: it only upgraded once in, like, all my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> they added, like, one thing. And I'm like, who is over these prayers? Like, do you
0: ever think, like, <laughs> like, you know, in that situation, you're just like, you know... Uh, whatever your government is. What is your government name?
2: My government name is on Wikipedia, so I guess I can say it now. It's David.
0: Okay, so they're like, David, do you want to say the prayer? And you're like, no.
1: <laughs> no, I don't.
2: No, actually, I already started. I'm good. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> By the way, you could have said that Wikipedia is wrong because, like, anybody could upload whatever to nah, that.
2: Nah, my fans know. I don't know how they know, but they do. They're probably from
1: Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> no, I'm saying, like, they, like, will say it and, like, at a show, like David, and I might look, so they they, they catch you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like nobody ever called me David. Like my mom never called me by my birth name. What did
0: your mom call you? DJ. Because your middle name is.
2: Doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how. That's how.
2: Well, but then who does call you David? Like how? Who? Nobody. Who? That's just. It, it's like I think I don't know if it's like a black thing, but. Most like most of my friends growing up, I still don't know their real name. We just don't really use real What names. are the names
1: of some of your friends growing up? Like that like nicknames?
2: Like Doobie, um, Pooh, like uh my one boy, he got like ten different names. Shout out. <laughs> 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 he go by Jayden, he got Jose, He got uh Cheo. I don't know which one is the yeah, real name. <laughs> what's the real name? <laughs> but when he hear this, he gonna laugh. Yeah. Were you into church growing up? Like like
0: obviously like your parents were pushing you that way, but you were you was there an interest there on your part?
2: Nah. No. I never was into church. I just didn't like waking up early, going to like listen to somebody. And I don't know, me, I was just like always a curious kid. I love music, so going to church, it was like after the music part is over, it's like Yeah. <laughs>
0: But while nah. it was going on, you're like, you're like, all right, <laughs> organs and drums and like, yeah. you know, chorus. I, 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 fuck with all that. That's so you fun. started singing in the church.
2: No, I started. I'm actually a drummer first. So oh, really? I started drumming at church. Like, so nobody you, at my church ever knew, knew me for singing. Really? Yeah, no. So you played
0: drums in school too, or?
2: Nah, my school we ain't had no music program. We was too hooked.
0: At church, then, how do you express the the sort of opportunity?
2: Um. Um, my grandpa it was his church and then my aunt had a church like my like i said my is like competing churches into that. Not, it's, <laughs> 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 yeah low-key, is kind of crazy because when i was a kid right so my grand my grandfather has like a church and then literally four to five steps across the street my aunt has a church but they're totally different though like if you like in the church world you'd be like oh well, that's a clear difference but outside you' like but it's two churches, though.
0: What does one offer that the other doesn't?
2: Well, one of them is more. Like, Better crackers. I, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That actually might yeah. be true. Yeah. <laughs> um, one is, is what you call kojic, which I don't really know the difference. You're not mad And then Christian. one is yeah. called apostolic. Mm. So,
0: and that means?
2: Um, strict as hell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, women can't wear makeup. They can't wear, like short dresses wow it's like very
0: are they allowed to sit together like women and men
2: i don't know that part okay no no no, yeah yeah Yeah? because i feel like most of the people at that church is married
0: yeah so you start drumming in church
2: yeah man that's my favorite thing to do really yeah
0: was it like a steep learning curve
2: nah i feel like i got blessed because that was just naturally good you always had good rhythm yeah yeah you keep time keep that time yeah who is crazy who is crazy who
0: is running the 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 band
2: I don't remember it was like it was different people would come in and out but one of my cousins uh he was real name at one point yeah that's his real name okay uh he was like a lot older than me though like I was a kid he was full grown married and everything yeah
0: so if it wasn't you know church every Sunday playing (laughs) drums (laughs) what (laughs) were you interested in at a young
2: age that was it we didn't i didn't really have much of a life for real like my parents was like always just trying to like keep us off the block off the block
0: yeah, you know yeah. What i'm saying so and yet like, you still got in, into fights in the <laughs> parking lot but
2: school yeah i'm telling you parents when you send your kids to school that's when they get ruined <laughs> like at home they are perfect innocent beings you send them to school they come back they curse them damn like, Doing all kinds of bullshit. If you
0: were homeschooled, you would have been totally I fine. Been a
2: Good <laughs> Christian boy, right now.
0: <laughs> are you listening to like popular music?
2: Uh, I had started to on the radio, but it was more like pop music because my parents didn't fuck with R and B and like rap and shit. What
0: kind of artists are you listening to early?
2: Uh, Avril Lavigne, Moon Five. That was it. I mean, I would hear other things, but I wasn't like into it. Into it when you look
1: back on that time now do you still like that music or are you just like
2: oh yeah i still like it I definitely, skater
1: boy comes on you go crazy
2: yeah like i still bang with those songs because it was like a moment where i heard something outside of like standard christian music where it was like oh i can listen to this and my parents are not gonna like freak out did
0: you have cable or the internet at home
2: nah internet was not even a thing for real.
0: when's the first time you got a cell phone
2: I was 13.
0: Was that
1: like your own cell
0: phone? or Yeah,
2: nah, it was mine. I had to like pay for the minutes. What
0: was your first job?
2: My first job was Chick-fil-A. Doing man. what? Getting on everybody's nerves. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I,
0: was, I was a cashier. So you had to have like sort of this big personality to, to deal with people or?
2: I don't really know. I feel like I've always been a little extra. Mm-hmm. So that's probably... I literally walked in for that and uh, I happened to meet the owner that right then. He's like, oh, you you want to just do an interview now? I was like, sure. He's like, oh, <laughs> he's like, I like you, man. Like, I I, I feel like very confident about this. I was yeah, like, like so I great. Job <laughs> How'd you do? I think I did great. Yeah. Nah, I was bad. No, you? <laughs> I wanted to them fire me so bad because I hated working there. Like, not because it was a bad place, because it actually was super dope. Like, everybody's super nice. Like, everybody's always like. Just how you think Chick-fil-A is, yeah. that's how it is behind the scenes. But ha-
0: having worked
2: there, did you get tired
0: of chicken? No. never. The opposite. Yeah. I
2: literally couldn't eat chicken for a year after I stopped. Like, cause it I nothing tasted right. I yeah. was like, I gotta eat chick Just Chick fil A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah.
0: my taste buds is fucked. <laughs> well, what kind of things would you do to try to get fired?
2: <laughs> Show up like two hours late and they just would not fire me. Damn. And I'm like, oh, it's so glad you came. I'm yeah. like Fuck! I <laughs> God damn it! I couldn't. In my brain, I couldn't quit because then my dad be like, "Yo, what happened with the job?" I'm Like, man, I quit. Like, he was like, "Oh, all right, well," because I was still in high school when I right. started working there. So, and my dad was trying to teach me responsibility. So I yeah, you got to pay that cell phone bill. Shit, yeah. yeah. Nah, it wasn't even a cell phone bill because back then you had minutes, so mm. it's like, all right, you just got the minutes you got. Damn. But it was like I, I was. He was like, all right, and then you got to pay the cable bill. And, like, little things. And in high school, that's a lot of money. Yeah, like yeah. Your check is, like, $400 for, like, a 1,000 hours of work. Were you fly in, in high school? Always. Yeah? Fresh to death, baby. What were you wearing? <laughs> I would wear, like, ice creams. And I would wear, like, uh I would do, I was kind of, like, on some Kanye shit. Like, I have, like, the jean pants or, like, the dress shirt untucked with the tie untied like on some cool shit back then shutter shades yeah. <laughs> wow some shades yeah i was on it like i had mad sneakers i had like probably 40 every year though i have probably had 40. how do you how do you like
0: figure out what's cool
1: yeah like were you, I, I websites, really or were you like, looking at other kids or
0: nah i always just did what i wanted to do because you're not getting any like sort of information from like the greater <clears throat> world
2: yeah yo bro like the internet is so funny how like my dad me and my dad was talking about this he was like yo when i was a kid like making a letter like an actual letter like typing the letter a and like a big letter he was like that was like a fucking thing like, yeah if you took the computer class that was like the task. and he was like yo fucking crazy well
0: i don't want to blow your mind but uh even like setting <coughs> type for a newspaper before <laughs> computers yeah. was a big thing <laughs> Crazy.
2: yeah bro. like my little sister got a phone bro she got her first phone and she was like nine or ten and i was like damn i was paying for my own phone and it was an issue damn like my parents be like you don't need to have no phone i'm like i'm paying for it like, <laughs> like, she got a bill and everything and she don't pay she was nine or I'm like, what? Dude? Who are you talking to right. at nine? She's on the family plan. Leave <laughs> her alone. <laughs> I'm like, yo, yo, remember when you had to talk after nine? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That was whack. Because then all, everybody had to go to bed anyway at 10, so you really got an <laughs> hour. <laughs> uh,
1: did you finish high school? I did. That and it was then, the
2: only required of it. That was what? it? Yeah. Wait, my from what? Was... From your
1: parents? Just finished yeah, high cause school? Yeah,
2: because I was a horrible student. How horrible? I feel like I was the worst kind of student because it's like I could have did better, but I literally chose not chose to Chose not to. So, like, teachers like, bro, you got to pass this class. I'm like, I'll pass. I I'm, I'm, promise you I'll pass with a D. Like, <laughs> I don't have to have a the barest of minimums. Like, yeah, I would walk into class and literally just go to sleep. Wake up whenever the test is. I'm like, all right, well, this how many I have to get right and I will not try to overachieve why did you go to high school then because my parents wanted me to so i was like all right well this is what you do but it just what it didn't feed me because mm-hmm. it's like my teachers were all they're fairly good teachers they're they, they like very realistic about life like they would say things like well this particular class you're never going to use but you got to pass it and like me i'm like so why the fuck am i here
0: did you take part in gym class or did you totally like just well skip
2: that? in high school gym was weird because when i lived in the hood we just they just literally pushed the car to basketballs out and then we just played basketball for an hour or it's an hour. recess yeah literally but <laughs> so we went to when i moved to the suburbs in high school it's like they actually had like fucking taking it serious i'm like yo fucking weird <laughs> man so i'm like all right let's go we're gonna play fucking dodgeball what well, like,
0: did, did moving to the suburbs like change your mentality where you're like oh oh
2: yeah for sure i learned how to uh not be so on guard all the time because i didn't realize how on like in my mind i'm like always like now still like i'll be looking around but like the first day in high school in 10th grade that's when i moved to suburbs i was like looking around thinking somebody's about to fight or like something was about to happen and well, uh this dude i had met he was like, nah, bro, they don't do that here. I was like, for real? <laughs> like, no, he was like, man, he might get one fight a whole year. I was like, damn, this shit about to be corny.
0: Well, was it a chance for you to like switch up and like start, start fighting everybody? No, start, start- become like <laughs> the king of the. Start anew to <laughs> just like, yeah, <laughs> to just like, to just be be someone that you weren't in the in your old school. Cause, yeah because you're the new guy right yeah for sure and i mean no it was
2: weird you. though because it was like i'd never really been like not even on no racial shit but i would never been around white people in mm-hmm. like that capacity i was just like oh you just got like culture shock yeah like
1: well not that much you were listening to avril lavigne and maroon <laughs> no i'm 5, saying like, so you were like, but like i don't, I I don't understand that, that. Life. Yeah, like, yeah yeah you were. <laughs> nah, yeah
2: not yeah, because they all it's like opposite i was listening to all like Avril Lavigne, they like trying to be hard and listen right. to Fifty Cent, yeah, Beanie Siegel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like you heard that new Beans. I'm like, actually, sir, I didn't, sir, <laughs> <laughs> <Like, Sure. laughs> yeah. I did not. What's the
0: whitest thing that you picked up by moving to the suburbs? Did you like skateboard? Did you like eat nah.
1: frozen yogurt? Like, did what? you get a small dog? Yeah. <laughs> did you? <laughs> I started liking thing. dogs. Yeah, yeah. Huh? I
2: feel like white people love <laughs> dogs. Man. In my hood, bro. There's no love, and <laughs> nothing. Right, right, right. Like, I see. It's, I always tell the story. Like I remember one time I seen a dude. He had a chain about like it looked like it was ten inches thick, just laying over the dog neck, and the dog looked like the dog version of Mike Tyson just <laughs> walking the streets, like Ugh. jacked. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> no love.
0: Yeah, <laughs> those are not the suburban yeah. type of dogs. Yeah
2: it's different
0: when you graduate high school what are your plans after that
2: i don't know man honestly that was the most confusing part of my life because all my life i really never planned to be anywhere because it was like my situation where i was growing up it was like always reminded like yo like this many of y'all is more likely to succeed and i feel like the people who are doing it they were doing it the right for the right reason but in a weird way it's just like kind of like depressing you're just like yo so these are the statistics like people would literally come to our school to show us statistics on aids and i'm like yo i wasn't even in high school yet uh like, oh shit so it's like statistics on like how many of us is gonna like potentially be successful or likely to go to college or do jesus certain things and it's like almost i guess it was like a tactic to be like yo don't be like this But in the reality It was just like Reminding you of like That's a
0: crazy way To present it Your yeah. world
2: ain't shit So it's like I never really planned Mentally like To do anything I was just like And then high school came And then all my friends were Like Kind of already had Like plans You know White people be planning Shit right, right They're like Oh man I'm going to this college And that college I'm This like, is like Deaf comedy jam <laughs> White I'm people like, always be planning Be planning Yo yeah. I, I learned like Yo Plan for like your future as far as like have an idea of something you want to do because most of my friends back home we didn't really plan for nothing it was just like we were just living day-to-day kind of vibe so. were you still working at chick-fil-a in high school well the program i was in a work program in my high school where it's like i had to take like a business class and then go find a job
0: and what job was that
2: that was Chick. that's how i oh, gotcha. Fil A. so but yeah after um high school super weird because it was like damn I wanted to be a follower and like go to college but I was just like it's I went to like an orientation for like one of the community colleges just to see and I was just like so we got to do all the shit we did last year in 12th grade again yeah but again, on like a higher level I was just like nah i am go like I'm just not gonna do this
1: well what'd your
0: folks say
2: my mom she was like alright well so this is the thing you got to do something to like you know, prove to yourself that like you can go out here and make make something happen. I was just like, all right, cool. So I enrolled into like this acting class that I heard somebody I, like family friend had went to, took like three classes. They sent me an audition. I landed the audition and then I quit acting. I was like, oh, cool. Like after I got the money and everything, I was like, all right, now prove to myself, I was like, yo, this is gonna be a breeze. I can just do music. <laughs> six seven years later wait boom okay
0: <laughs> what kind of audition number one
2: this is like an audition i don't even remember what the way they auditioned it was weird because it it's like they make you do way more than you're actually going to end up doing yeah on the thing but it was like a. I guess it was like a commercial for like kids who don't have parents i don't like to say adopted i don't like that word okay but kids who are looking for a home And like Something some, And I was like the big brother or something But I, the weird thing is I was nine, 18 Going on 19 But the character was like 15 So it was like and I was like, damn, I guess I really look like a kid. <laughs> <laughs> a young a young 18. Yeah. Yeah. So I did that role. And it was crazy. It was like playing everywhere. They would play at the Philly. My friends would be like, hit me up. Yo, bro, you you, you on TV? I just see ya. So after that, I just kind of realized. I was like, all right, well, if I, I really kind of like music a lot. But I didn't know what I wanted to do with music because I always played drums. Yeah. So it was like, I sang. And like talent shows, but it never was like a thing. It was just like something to do. So I was like, alright, I don't want to be an artist. What can I do? So I was just like singing around the city for like demoing songs or whatever. And then one day I wrote a song and then everybody was like, yo, that's hard. Uh, so what, when you wait, say
0: you wrote a song, what's that process like?
2: Uh, I just started singing some shit.
0: To a beat or to yeah, a track? Yeah, it was to a, a track?
2: It was to a track that was like I was brought in to like demo the song, and then um, they were like, yo, is the writers coming to finish the song? And I was like, damn, it was like mad late when I even came, it was like 12 a.m. So I'm like, shit, well, let me just try something. So then I go in the booth, and I start singing da, 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 and it, and they was like, yo, this shit, oh, fuck, that shit crazy, I was like, oh, dope, I think I like this. Like, this and is what I Was that do. your first
1: time in the studio?
2: It was like one of my first times in the studio for me. Cause like my mom's a singer. So I have been in the studio, my aunt, my uncle, like I've been in studios before, but it wasn't like, Oh yo, come here sing, do your thing. So it was like, that was like the first time where it was like, yo, I, I I think
1: I want to do this for the rest of my life. So when you were going to the studio with like your mom and everybody else, like they're singing gospel I'm imagining. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you, would you just like hang out there? Yeah, I or mean, you, I was you literally like, a kid. Yeah, but like yeah. you weren't like taking anything like when people were like working the boards or anything. Like, you're were you taking? No, nah, I wasn't. No. Yeah,
2: okay. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my brother would just be play fighting and actually fighting and sister. yeah, yeah.
0: When you're recording that demo track, you're just David. Yeah. And there's no sort of like detailed plan as to how you're gonna make this nah. a career.
2: I had just moved. I moved to Philly. I I knew I had to be uncomfortable. That's why I knew. So I moved out of my parents' place because my um, my stepmom, my dad, they lived in Jersey, and that's where and that's where I went to school in the burbs. But um, I was like, dang, like I'm not gonna really make it if I'm comfortable, comfortable, because I I started feeling myself like getting comfortable at like working at Chick Fil A, and I'm like, this is my f- first year out of high school now. Boom. Okay. So what am I do? All right. I need to move and like i need to be as uncomfortable as possible so my grandma has like a one bedroom apartment in philly and um so i moved there and i just slept on the floor for like that full year until like things started to go where i can like make some money get my own little place or whatever was that the first time you felt like challenged um i just i felt hungry so it was like it felt easy because i had just came off the high of doing something i never did acting and getting, like, you know, compensated for that. So I was like, oh, yeah, I could do anything. Like, boom, I'm just going to grind it out, sleep on Grandma's floor, and then next year, boom, whatever it is. I don't even know what I wanted to do. I just knew I was going to show up at studios whenever people called me or whatever, but... Yeah, I had no no real like plan or clue. I just want, wanted to be uncomfortable so that I had like the hunger to like go after what it is.
0: Who are some of the people that you meet while you're sleeping on your grandma's floor and going to the studios that really like pushed you through this whole time?
2: I would say it was family friends. It was like my uncle Tommy he used to be an artist back in the day and then like he got like younger cousins and nieces and nephews or whatever Or people like who he was working with back then, they got kids. And he'd be like, oh, yo, you should meet such and such. And it was like, cool. So then we just get in the studio, work on some stuff. And then it'd be like, yo, bro, you really dope. And I was like, oh, for real? Like, I don't, you know, I don't know. Like, they all had been doing music longer than me. So I'm not going to mention them, though.
0: (laughs) What kind of stuff were you you writing about at that point?
2: Like, very typical shit. <laughs> it was, like, not interesting to me. Yeah. Because I wasn't... I was just trying to be successful at that time. I was, like, writing what I thought people wanted to hear.
1: Who sort of, like, sounded like what you were trying to do, like, at that time?
2: Well, like, Chris Brown. Uh, more Chris Brown. Yeah. Any, any hot rapper at the time. Because, uh, essentially, that's all I was... And where I was musically, that's all I was able to make, because if I made a country song in North Philly, people were like, right. oh, that's cool, young boy, you weird. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I don't want to skip too far ahead. I know that you haven't done too many interviews. Um, mm. You did talk to um, our friend at Billboard, Carl Lamar. Um, Bill Carl. <laughs> in that interview, you talk about how you had an esophageal, like a total just like fuck up, like yeah. in your esophagus so like what time when when does that play into your life
2: uh that was literally like a year after i moved to my grandmom's oh no that year i'm tripping so i was like 19 yeah it was wait, like,
0: when you, wait, when you say esophageal fuck up like what is that what is that
2: well i had i have a rare disease called eclasia, which i still don't 100 percent understand it's But this is something that that happens, like, just
0: naturally. This wasn't like you were in an accident or something. No, no,
2: it just, like, just happens. It's, like, a weird thing. But one day, it's crazy because I remember the first time I was like, oh, that was weird. I was, like, eating in my grandma's crib. And I was, like, I had, like, bit this. It looked like an old-ass donut. But I bit it. I was, like, I'm eating this shit. And then I was just, like, couldn't swallow. And I was, like, thought I was about to die. And I was, like, ah, made myself throw up. I was like damn that was like weird because like i could feel it like in there and it was like not moving i was just like uh, right, whatever drink some water dip out to go to the studio then it would just keep happening more and more frequently and i was like yo this shit's getting weird but i really didn't like want to like burden anybody with that information so for me it was just like all right my g like if it's something super serious like I didn't want to like have my family paying bills and medical bills and shit so I was like well at least I'm going like do do what I love doing cuz at the end of the day that was the realization that I had come to it was like all right shit this is fucked up I felt like literally my body every day was just like help like this <laughs> is like waking up was weird like just staying up through the day so I was like crazy it was a crazy ass time and one time my brother walked in and i was like throwing up or something he's like yo bro you good i was like Bruh so i just like told him everything he was like yo man i knew something was weird i'm just like yo bro don't say shit to nobody like just keep it low like if 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 something god forbid if i had passed away or whatever i was just like man i just i don't want everybody being like sad or like keep asking you okay you okay i was like yo it's whatever like i'm young i'm doing what i want to do most people don't get to." Pursue something that they enjoy. So that's how I looked at it.
0: So, in, in that moment, did you, even if you're not going to the doctor, were you like looking for answers online?
2: Uh, I did for a little bit, but I really just, it's weird because like my mentality was like, I w- I'm not even supposed to be here. So it was like, I'm on borrowed time.
0: Well, so what was the moment then that forced you into getting it checked out?
2: My mom, she found out. And then she just will always just be like, you know, you should. Da-da-da. I'm like, yo, like, leave me alone, like, <laughs> yeah, let me throw up in peace, <laughs> yeah, like, let me go through this shit on my own. But then one day, I was just like, all right, why not? Like, what could it hurt? I go, and then um, I think I went to like two different doctors, but it was like a specialist in like gastroenterology, yeah, yeah, something like that. So it was like, all right, cool. Because the first doctor I kind of went to, it's a rare disease. So they naturally was just like, oh, you got acid reflux. I'm like, nah, my nigga. I just lost like 30 pounds in a week. Right. It's not. pray. That has nothing to do with acid reflux. He's like, all right, cool. Well, take these pills and let's try it out. And I'm like, no, I'm not taking the pills. Right. Like, I, all right, cool, whatever. So I'm like, fuck this guy. Go to the specialist. And it was just like okay so yeah you got eclasia. and i was like ah cool a name for it yeah like it's just a relief i was like so all right realistically like is this like deadly is it like y'all could fix it like just let me know like whatever it is i've already been dealing with it for like years at this point mm. so just let me know and they were like oh yeah like it's a surgery you could get or it's like a thing we can try i was like let's just do the surgery like whatever is the most So
1: you weren't afraid of, like, getting cut open, any of that?
2: Nah, man. I just feel like, just do what we got to do. Like, if it's fixable, let's just fix it. That's how I felt. I was like, all right, because that way I can, like, keep working. Because, really, I had been working all the way through, and, like, none of my friends knew that I was going through this. I was just, like, trying to, you know, make my dreams happen. I wanted to be a... But how hard
1: is it to, like, you're living at this... At this point, I mean, I wasn't there, but it seems like you were living, like, a semi-normal life. Like, your friends didn't know you were going out, I'm sure, to see your friends, maybe going out to, like, dinners and stuff, lunches, whatever.
2: Well, no, yeah, they definitely noticed, like, I was going to the bathroom a lot, but I don't think they was thinking, like, I'm in there throwing up. They probably, like, yo, man, you got you to gotta get your bladder checked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I don't know, but they definitely be like, yo, man, you good? And I'm like, yeah, bro. I'm straight, man. Like, you know, guys, we don't really dig too yeah. much. You know? Well, and then you decided
0: on surgery. Yep. And how was that process? And the bounce
2: back? The process was cool. It was um fairly simple, I guess, on the on my end cuz I didn't do anything. <laughs> 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 you you went, there. You, you under, I woke yeah, up, I was yeah. like, oh. ah. Yeah. And I couldn't eat for like 2 days and then I had to eat like liquids and shit for like two days after that
0: so all in all how much weight do you think you lost in that period
2: oh in that time probably like legit 50 60 pounds holy cow wow and it was like but it happened really quick so like i even like low-key i got traumatized from like seeing myself a certain way because like when i look at certain i seen like a picture or something the other day I was like, I didn't look that bad. It's just in my brain, it happened so quick. So right. it's just like waking up one day, you look like, a, that's like, if you gained right, 30 pounds overnight, you'd be yeah. like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. But like it was, it was weird. So like, I, I literally was just eat, 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 eat. And then I was also like having, I love food. So it was like, shit, I hadn't been able to eat like a meal. Or drink a bottle of water. Or
0: eat a bad donut. Eat yeah. a bad
2: donut <laughs> straight up for like four years. Wow. So I was like, shit, I'm about to fuck all the pizza up that I can get. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. Like, for real, I love pizza. So that's literally all I did. I got the surgery like two and a half years ago.
0: Wow. Did you wake up and, and think you had a second lease on life? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I
2: feel like that's why I even became an artist. Because it was just like, damn, like before i never really wanted to be an artist cuz i didn't really like attention in that way but i was like fuck like i got these talents and then like it's a uh, it's a christian parable which is like about a person with one talent, two talents, like five t- it's just saying like whatever you have use it. It's not even like really that religious of a principle, it's just like yo, if you're saying like you want to be this level in life what are you doing to get there yeah like, are you holding back some of your talents your god-given like, talents yeah, yeah you yeah. are so christian <laughs> that, yeah, i mean that's like yeah, something yeah. i live by like i'm not even gonna cap you like i i, like, I believe in like if you want to get somewhere in life you got to use all that you have to like try to get there versus like people forever was like yo bro you should be an artist you should be an artist and i'm just like why like no i don't want to be an artist and i'm just like damn, why don't I want to be an artist? And I start thinking about it. I'm like, man, that's kind of selfish. Like, if, if my music can change somebody's life. Because, like, I'd be in the studio with, like, hard-ass dudes. And then a dude be like, yo, man, that song was kind of crazy, bro. I want my girl to hear it. Like, send me that. And I'd be like, all right, bet. He's like, yeah, man. Like, da-da-da-da. And I was like, damn, like, that's just one person. So, like, what if I can put my music out there to affect more people and, like, you know, so I, then we did it. I was like, fuck, let's go. And it worked.
1: How quickly after recovery were you able to start singing again?
2: Kind of immediately. Like, I think I went back to the studio like the next week, something like that.
1: <laughs> was that against your
0: doctor's orders or?
2: No, nah, my doctor was pretty like hardcore. She was just like, yo, like get start trying to get back into your regular life. You know, obviously with eating, it was like, yo, take a week or two. To like dive into like solid foods But
0: I'm sorry they cut your Your chest open No no actually it's like Or they went in through the throat or some, something
2: Or They on some futuristic <laughs> Like they literally Snapped made like These tiny yeah. tiny incisions At like The top of my stomach Cause your esophagus goes very far yeah. down And then they operated inside So they didn't even like It's like Robotically Yeah it's crazy
0: When you woke up were you in pain?
2: Not I mean they had me on yeah, yeah, sure. I Heavy
0: drugs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. By
2: the time I left, I didn't really. But finish. it
0: wasn't like you couldn't like roll over or like walk or. Oh no, I was walking. Yeah,
2: I was talking. Everything. Running. Was yeah. You know, yeah. I never <laughs> dunking. <done games laughs> <laughs> when see. they rolled the basketballs out in the court, <laughs> yeah. you're just like whatever. It's yeah. like man, pass me that. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> with this new lease on life, with this new sort of like, this focus for yourself, how do you then? Make it to become an artist Do you have to at some point Go from David to Pink Sweats Like is that a mentality
2: Nah man I feel like It literally was just like alright if I'm gonna do this I took a little piece of like My my upbringing It was just like I don't really I don't like people running up to me Calling me by my first name What about your Um, first two
1: names Yeah DJ Yeah. Yo everybody (laughs) calls me DJ That's (laughs)
2: my whole family calls me that Like if you call me that It's like you, you, my peoples. Yeah, but it's like I don't know. I just I hate it. And like even in school, when I went to the suburbs, people like know each other's full names. That's another thing that like suburban people do. <laughs> they like, do you know Tyler Johnson? I'm like, <laughs> why are you using this man' full name? Right. Like, it rolls off the tongue better. <laughs> I don't get it. Like I used to hate that. They're like, David who? <laughs> David such, such. Like, a. <laughs> Bruh, you don't got to say my full names. Maybe there were multiple Davids in your grade. <laughs> it don't matter. Yeah. Just figure it out. <laughs> it's like, you don't walk around saying people full names. But um, <laughs> that's a violation, man. <laughs> but, um, What was the question? again? So, yeah. Well,
0: like, was it a mentality in changing like from one thing to another? Like, like, is 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 it a persona? Is Pink Sweats like someone different than David?
2: Nah, actually, it's just literally it's just a color that changes. Yeah, it's like yo, I wear a little more pink than I would have, but I always like pink.
0: So where did the name come from?
2: Somebody just said pink sweats. (laughs) I had on pink sweats, and I was just studio bumming. He was like, "Yo, pink sweats or whatever." And then somebody told—they didn't say it to me. Said to my manager. He told me. He was like, "Uh," "I was like, that's kind of cool." And then like two months later, when I became artist, I was like, "Pink sweats." Yeah. (laughs) Simple.
0: You're recording songs, and what type of style are those songs at that point?
2: My songs, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, they're the exact songs that that are out. I didn't, I don't ever make any more than I need to. I but
0: make, you were also writing for other people.
2: Oh, those are like to me typical songs. Yeah, I don't want to like diss any artist, but sure. they weren't like out of the box. I feel like most artists try to like copy and like borrow intentionally. To me, I'm like, if it happens, if it happens, like I'm singing a melody, I'm like, oh, and then I'm like, oh, well, that was that, oh, cool, whatever. Yeah. But like, I'm not sitting and listening like, oh, this has to have the Migos flow here, and like, fuck, why well, do I don't wanna be like somebody else? That's yeah. like one to the weird- Somebody else's shirt. Like, oh, I like your shirt. Yo, bro, can I borrow that? Like, right off of me right yeah. now? Like, that's kind of weird. Well, but isn't that what, like, Jesus would do, though? That's exactly <laughs> what Jesus would do. Jesus <laughs> would give it, but he'd be I like, know, that's yeah, what I'm saying. this is weird, brother. <laughs>
0: what was the first placement that you really sold?
2: Uh, probably Tierra. Tierra
0: so how do you guys meet? Was it just, just around Philly? in Philly, yeah. yeah. So you're just like, you're an up-and-coming artist. I'm an up-and-coming artist. We should get together and
2: see what happens? Nah, not even, I never tried to work with people. I just always just stayed right in my like little thing. I always believed that like, you'll meet the right people as long as I'm putting myself out there, but I'm never like trying to like network. I don't DM people like, yo, let's work. Cause like a thousand people a day are doing that. Yeah. So my thing is just like, let me just make good music, connect with like a dope manager, which I eventually did. And but word with, will tiara, with tiara it was just we was just working in the same vicinity so it was like oh cool like she would come listen to my music i would come listen to her music i'll be making a beat she was be like yo that's hot yo i'm like oh you want this beat cool but i never was like yo come over here let me let me make a beat for you and i feel like she always rock with that because everybody's always hitting her up to work yeah
1: yeah well who's approached you in your dms that you've been like oh, okay like, that's somebody that I would work with. Or, like, I'm glad that, like, you came to me and you don't listen to my advice about what I do.
2: I don't know. It's weird because people, I don't really have, like, extensive conversations and DM, But people hit me up. They're just like, yo, man, appreciate your work. Like, you're doing your thing. Or, like, let's link or something like that. To me, that's casual. Yeah. But, like, I hate when people are like, yo, check out my beats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, bro, this never works. <laughs> like, almost never.
0: Does Philly seem, at that point, like a small city to you
2: oh yeah yeah it's it's not really much there like as far as the creativity is there but as far as the outlets it's not many so
0: then do you look at to the internet and you're just like well my work can go everywhere in the world
2: um as far as pink sweats yeah yeah because i wasn't even in philly at that time i was in la i was uh working on some I don't like talking about other people work, but I was working on something and it was pretty cool at the time for me. And I was like, oh, cool, dope, dope, dope. So I was on a high from doing that. And then I was like, bet. And I would come home every day and just work on songs. And so it, does
0: that mean that, that you in Philly, working with Tierra Whack, working on your own stuff, the word sort of spreads and then someone in LA is like, I would like to bring you out here and that's what got you out there?
2: How did I get to LA I was writing for uh I was writing for someone and they brought me to LA to work with them and that was your first time stuff. in Los Angeles no that was like my second okay. my first time was with Wiz Khalifa I gotta say that because he's Whoa. a real one but I wasn't writing for him I was just like with my boy Kenny and we were like making beats and shit that's dope was yeah. it Kenny Beats no, <laughs> he just put beats behind it. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, you know, Kitty Beats." <laughs> he's like I totally made this shit up. You're a fucking piece of shit. Lying. But you you go out there, you
0: go out there, and you're around Wiz.
2: Yeah, Wiz is a real dude. He's like, the best. He is literally the best. I literally was like, "Damn!" And he was on fire, 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 fire. Like, so I was like, "Man," like he's just so chill. Like I I'd always been around like celebrity stuff, who it was kind of like cool, but not really. Like, had like a little diva thing about them, but he was just like super, very chill. down to earth, yeah, yeah, very down to earth. He
0: is what he represents. He yeah. loves kickboxing, he does, yeah, yeah.
2: You yeah. <laughs> he like he'll fuck somebody up yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> while you're out there. Are you just like, oh, this is how a real, like, you know, hip hop slash like pop session works?
2: Yeah, I mean, he just had a crazy work ethic and it, it just validated for me what I was already doing which I think universally, that's probably what I needed to see at the time.
0: Then you go back to Philly, and then you're and brought out to LA grinding. again.
2: Yeah, I kept grinding, kept grinding, kept grinding. Then my boys who I had met via the funny, the internet, yeah. I didn't reach out to them, but some, a producer that I worked with, my boy Luke, he met them on the internet. They started working and he was like, yo, I know this crazy writer. Boom, I'm gonna bring him in, which is me. Yeah, And I started working with the guy, and I didn't really like him like that because he was like, <laughs> he was kind of weird back then. But then he, like, found his vibe, and he had, like, a new team and everything. And then I was he, like, hit, reached out to me, like, two years later, like, yo, bro, I think you could, like, come over here and, like, help us out with some stuff. And I was like, oh, bet. Like, I had saw, like, his whole thing was, like, put together a lot better than it used to be. I was like, all right, cool, bet. So then I ended up meeting my manager through that. We started vibing. It was just like. Oh cool, like he loves like what I do and I respect it like that he was a stand-up guy and like Well, really how did you know that he was a stand-up guy? Man, when you've been around enough shitty motherfuckers, you just know I can't really explain it
0: Well, did the shitty aspect of this business turn you off to Mm-mm. music whatsoever?
2: <clears throat> nah, I just always knew that I just needed to get out of, out of the city where I was at because it was just like alright now my mind was starting to get tainted to the city that I love. Yeah. So I was like, all right, now what I gotta do? I just gotta leave before I was just like don't like Philly at all.
0: At what point do your parents sort of like catch on? And they're like, oh, this is a real career, and this is like yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or two days
2: ago. <laughs> well, what happened? <laughs> I'm so serious. Y'all think I'm joking? I really thought you were kidding. Wait, yeah, this know. is real. Well, I mean, because like nobody knows what a songwriter is outside of music. They're like, so what do you do? Like, how are you making money? I'm mm-hmm. like, you sell a song. Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? It's like, <laughs> oh, my God. Just don't worry about it.
1: It's, like, it's in the name of the job title, right? Yeah. It's
2: like I'm a songwriter. Think, well, I write songs.
0: I'm going to guess that like, you know, YouTube plays don't mean much to to your parents.
2: Well, na- na- they, of course, because yeah, yeah, now yeah, people, yeah. like, they they go to school, like, my parents, they work at a school, all the little kids, like, oh, you know Pixar.
0: Oh, <laughs> Do I know so him? <laughs> they're yeah. like,
2: oh, my God, we're just so, like, it's unbelievable that people, like, they, they know you, like, yeah. know you, and they know singing their, your songs, and I was like. So your parents listen to the music? Well, they started to, and not hypocrites. <laughs> no, I'm just nah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I was like, it's funny because I asked my dad, I was like, yo, what you, he came to my, they came to my uh, show in DC. <clears throat> they drove out to DC. You and made them like, drive out? What are you going to fly like 45 fly minutes? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Just a quick puddle yeah. jump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they came to DC and get um, that first class, you know? Right, first class flight to DC, 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what, what did my dad say when I asked? I was like, yo, what you think about the show? Oh, he was like, you know, it was a good, clean show. And I was like, such a Christian. <laughs> I was like, I liked it. It was clean. Maybe you meant clean like hashtag clean. Like, yo, yeah. that's clean. You don't know what that is. Hashtag
0: <laughs> but while you're like going back and forth to LA, mm-hmm. are you confident that your music is, is going to work for you? That you don't have to sort of switch to do what is typical for what's on the radio?
1: Yeah.
2: I feel like I, once I left Philly i feel like my opportunities broaden because i always i always wanted to do every genre like that's so and i always wanted to do like i still haven't done it yet but i want to do movie work like i um
1: i still haven't done it you've been at this for like you know
2: <laughs> well i don't know i feel like it's a thing for me to just dream big like somebody actually my boy brendan he posted on, on instagram on his instagram he was he posted my high school quote and it literally was like, dream big or don't dream at all. Huh? And he was like, yo. And he came to my show in D.C. Who said that, Jesus? My boy, Brendan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, I took it from something because I, I used to love English class because I was always into like creative writing and stuff. But um, I can't remember who said it. It's somebody really famous, actually. But it was like, that. that's always been my thing. It's like, I mean, realistically, I always wanted to put myself in a position where it's like, yo, it's do or die. I hate having options to be like run away because I definitely will. So it's like, all right, um, what do I want to do? Well, you only got two options: like, go hard or go home.
0: Realistically, you could have worked, you know, at a Chick Fil A for the rest of your life, right? Literally. But, be- but because you backed <laughs> yourself into a position where it's like you have no second option, you have no backup plan, that you forced your own hand.
2: Yeah, I feel like self awareness is key, though. Like. I learned that throughout my life, and I feel like I was always more self-aware than I gave myself credit. Cause it was like, oh, I don't want to do this or I don't want to do that. I'm like, yo, bro, this is an opportunity. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't want to be in a session with this rapper or this person. Well, bro, this could be a big opportunity. Like, well, be one for somebody else, not for me. So, I always, I always thought that way. But it's, like, when you got a lot of people around you telling you, like, oh, da-da-da, occasionally you'll cave in, and you'll be, like, all right, man, whatever. But it's, like, me, I always thought that way. Like, yo, I'm going to do what I want to do and what makes me happy versus trying to, like, follow the trend of, like, being this, like – because as a writer, it's, like, kind of like a circus because you really are in a customer service kind of business because, like (laughs) – you're writing what you think someone else wants to hear. That's like McDonald's coming up with a new burger. They think you want that. They're like, oh, you want this? this." It's like, you're in the customer service industry. So it's like, you really feel the pressure to be like something that's already out because like, all right, this makes income. Like this is how I'm gonna get off the couch at grandma's or like off the floor. But reality is once you be creative, you introduce something new to the market, that's when you're most valuable.
0: Because there's no one else like you.
2: Yeah, it's like somebody. What was those things? Remember those bracelets that were like animals? They were like animals, and then you silly bracelets or something they were mm-hmm. called. They were like pretty popping like five years ago. But then everybody started making them. Sure. Like, and it was like a thing where the company was worth so much money, but then like anybody could just copy it. Right. And it was like, yeah. damn, like, what? Why would you. Copy this cool thing instead of putting the time and energy to make something dope. And right. yeah, Why were there a million fidget spinners? <laughs> as opposed <laughs> yo, yeah, to, I should have used that as yeah. a <laughs> better example. Yeah. It's like, yo, you make a fidget spinner because it's not <laughs> branded. Anybody could just make one now. Right? They don't know where it came from. Right.
1: Yeah, but the good news is that there were so many millionaires made from the fidget <laughs> spinner business that it, like all boats were lifted up. Yeah, it's yeah. sort of like you know the 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 Instagram artists. <laughs> yeah. You know who DM? They say like, oh, like you know, like DM me for illustrations. <laughs> the the Instagram illustration industry is crazy right now. That, right that's now. where you should invest your money. Exactly right. <laughs>
0: What's the first song for you or video that really like pops off and you're like, whoa, this is bigger than I even imagined?
2: Honestly, my first single. Honestly.
0: What was the sort of big turning point for that song and video?
2: Honestly, I can't really tell you. It just seemed like. Damn, like this shit is like people fuck with this. Like, that's what I kept thinking in my head. Like, I knew in my head, I was like, all right, it's something different. It's dope. And actually, shout out to my manager. He's the reason that I even chose it as a single because he didn't love the song at first. <laughs> he was like, ah, I, it's cool. I don't love it. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I don't think it's dope. Yeah. <laughs> and Then the next day he was like, bro, this song stuck in my head. And in my head I'm like, this is the single. <laughs> <laughs> when
0: you put that song out and it just keeps climbing, that's the point when people start reaching out to work with you, to yeah. sign you, and to... Make you a bigger thing than you even you know thought was possible.
2: Yeah, essentially.
0: What was the meeting with Atlantic Records like?
2: Atlantic Records. What was that meeting like? It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I shout out to all the labels because realistically, it was it was a, uh, something new for me. Like I don't think you really just get to that point many times in your life, where it's everybody's like, ah. Yeah. And everybody was very nice, respectful. But Atlantic, for me, it was. I like when I, like how I am now. Like I'm saying, like I I want to be able to do what I want to do and like not have any restraints. And I don't want to feel like, oh, I'm a black artist. I need to do this or act a fool or do some bullshit on Instagram because I don't really know labels. I've always been a writer, so it's like, I don't I don't I just assume that like y'all are the devil. Like, yeah, right, right, right. right. <laughs> but that's not the case. I feel like for me, me and my whole team, they back me up on like yo, like I want to make. Music that's gonna be here for a long time. I'm not chasing uh, a quick hit. We're like, oh, we got, yo, we, got, we just hit 100 million streams on such and such. And it's like, all right, well, we gonna be listening to this next year, even. Like, right. I'd rather get the long term thing. And they, they understood that. And they was like, oh, bet. I'm like, yeah, whatever. What else you need? Like, I was like, oh, cool. And I'm like, I'm not doing no features right, for a while. Um, you know, I have a goal, I have a vision. They let you make the music videos you want to make, yeah, well, I mean, by the time I came to Atlantic, everything was already pretty on fire. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like it was just like them saying like, yo, let us be a part of it, yeah, we believe in the vision, and then eventually we'll jump in
0: and but, in terms of uh your first performances as pink sweats, how did that work for you?
2: Oh, man, it was fun. It was like. I, it's weird Because I didn't grow up Performing And it's funny My parents said that The other day It was like Seeing you perform You would have thought You've been doing this For a long time And I was like Yeah Like obviously They my parents They know So, I was so like, just like Super comfortable on stage Yeah it feels It feels like The right timing And I feel like For me I feel prepared And I'm confident And like what I'm good at. I don't try to do like, I'm not gonna try to dance like Chris Brown. Then I'll be feeling nervous. Right. Like, all right. <laughs> man, like, that's not what By I do. By the way, I so <laughs> want you to. <laughs> at your right. next show, yeah. You want me to look crazy <laughs> out here. That'd be amazing. <laughs> but like, I'm confident at what I do. And I feel like at my shows, my fans and like people who come to experience pink sweats, they're like, yo, this motherfucker can sing. Like, that's, a, I feel like I can sing. So it's like, like that's what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna try to be anybody else or copy anybody else and like steal somebody else's sauce, like what they do on stage. It's like, yo, when you come to my show, you're gonna feel like, yo, this motherfucker really can kind of sing a little bit. Like, all right, I'll fuck with him.
1: Yeah. So now you've been on the road, what's something that you found out about yourself when you're traveling? Like what's something that you like either need or that like is something just about you?
2: Hmm, that's a good question
1: they're all good questions Yeah, that was a
2: really good one though i really gotta sit and ponder on that huh i think the camaraderie amongst like other people in like close quarters because like i got a band now and like just learning how to like like team build like if that makes sense like Mm -hmm. building you because like for me everybody that's like that I'm working with now that's like family. So it's like my manager, my creative team. It's so it's like trying to extend that and bring all of that into like a bigger family with like the band and like tour manager and like people who are like going after it every day for on my behalf I'm just trying to make everybody feel like important and like like nobody's like disposable. Like Yeah. You, like yeah. not cut
1: out of the circle because like yeah. you haven't talked to them that day.
2: Yeah. So for me, it's like trying to balance that. That's something I learned about myself. Like I actually feel like I'm pretty decent at that.
1: How do you like the after party? Are you somebody who likes a, a chill after party or are you somebody who likes to turn up?
2: I like to turn up, but I can't because my <laughs> voice takes a hit. <laughs> but um, yeah, when I'm on the road, I chill. Like I literally do my performance. I take tons of pictures. I try to take as many as I can. But after that, you get so tired it's like draws on your energy in a new kind of way like that obviously i'm new to so it's like emotionally draining mentally you just like what the fuck <laughs> like, yeah. i just took all these pictures <laughs> and like all these then you're just thinking because like, people tell you these stories and are like yo i drove all these from here and then i'm like feeling bad for them I'm yeah like, was i worth it <laughs> like, <laughs> i hope you like it. Uh, you performed on kimmel so bad why like my voice was so shit Compared oh, well, to like how it usually And was. Jimmy had driven so far to I see know, you. I know, yeah. <laughs> no, he came from like Alaska that day on foot.
1: <laughs> well, what was, it, what was the experience like?
2: I mean, the experience was amazing. But it's me in my head about it. I'm just like, man, like my voice. I I had strep throat. Really? Like really I mean, bad. that's a pretty good excuse. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad though. Like I was fucking sick for like a whole week and a half. Did you feel like
1: that before you started? Like before cameras turn on? How are you oh, feeling? Yeah, I felt like shit. Yeah, so you were just like, it, it felt like.
2: <laughs> yeah, I knew it wasn't going to be my best. I knew that, luckily for me, I always say people can't really sing these days, so <laughs> people's bar is so low. They're just like, yeah, he killed that shit. I'm like, nah,
0: bro.
2: <laughs> come to the live show. You'll see the difference.
0: Do you think that at some point in your life and career, you're going to be at a point where you can wear things that are not just pink?
2: Yo, that's funny. Justin Bieber actually was like, bro, you don't got to wear pink. <laughs> I was like, I know, like, it's fun. Like, for now, it's fun. I feel like I've always been the kind of person to just go with how I feel. Like, if I wake up one day, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be pink sweats no more as far as the color. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Your name Cause is Because really, great, yeah. the color, for people listening, it's like it's like marketing. So, like, I took a business class in high school. And, like, what I'm trying to promote is love, positivity, and something fresh for this generation, because it's not so common these days that you turn on the radio and hear, like, people talking about real love and, like, enjoying someone. Or, like, I know some people, they only listen to rap. I'm like, yo, that's so stupid. Like, how can you only listen to one thing? To me, that's Yeah, why
1: can't you listen to Avril Lavigne and Maroon 5? <laughs> yeah,
2: like, shit, Maroon 5 is lit. Y'all yeah. um,
1: But even, like, Pink, she changed her hair color. You can change yours. There's no rules. Yeah, I
2: think it's after the message is across because, like, I feel like, especially for me, it's important as a black singer, male singer, to promote certain things, like I said, to offer balance because, mm-hmm. like, I bang a rap. I like the Migos, but I don't want to hear only the Migos all the time. I don't want to only hear Avril Lavigne all the time. I want mixture. I like, you know, I heard – I can't remember who said it, but it was – it, like – resonated with me he was saying he was um i think he is a creator of his own tyler no it's not tyler (laughs) he was saying he the quote was he said a lot of rappers sound like they only listen to rap he was like and that's backwards because that's not even how rap started right right? to back in the day you had to sample so that means you had to hear something before because rap didn't exist so it's like how you gonna make your beat if you only listen to this You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, damn, that's deep. Like, that applies to all genres. Like, if you make R&B, you shouldn't only listen to R&B. Right. For me, the color pink is just, that's to grab your attention and be like, yo, the same (laughs) way as, as people doing gimmicks on Instagram, it's just, I'm trying to give you some... Some vegetables, even though I don't like vegetables. <laughs> like that. personally you don't? Yeah, like I don't I'm not gonna eat a salad. I just don't like paying for lettuce. Like if it's free, <laughs> if you're gonna give me a salad, I'm like, all right. But cool, lettuce is maybe. the least interesting vegetable. <laughs> that's I know, but that's the only one that comes to mind when I think about vegetables. Do you like any vegetables? I used like- to love broccoli and like to this day It's a day, good vegetable. Funny story, my grandma still offers me broccoli. Like, I don't eat broccoli no more. <laughs> I don't like that. I pass on to something else. Like she like, I got your favorite thing. I'm like <laughs> I was 10 when I liked broccoli. Yo, that broccoli <laughs> died for your sins. You understand? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out my <laughs> little uh Oh.
0: Listen, congratulations on not just sticking to Chick-fil-A and, and yeah. expanding your palate, as, as it were, and uh, and becoming Pink Sweats, and it's, it's been exciting to watch so far, and we're excited for everything that's about to happen, and Congratulations. <laughs> Yeah, thank you guys for
1: having me No doubt Of
0: course Thanks everyone for listening To this new episode Of A Waste of Time With It's The Real Jeff If you want to find out More about us I'm Eric With the curly hair You're Jeff With the
1: glasses And the two plaques you, Wait Yeah <laughs> I'm getting two You're getting none Oh okay. Well We're It's The Real
0: <laughs> <laughs> Surprise Yeah, yeah. No yeah. pops yeah. Mean, No spaces If you want to find out More about This podcast of ours called The Waste of Time With It's The Real If you want to
1: find out more about what's going on with us, where can they go? You can always go to itsthereal.com, I T S T H E R E A L.com. Go sign up for our newsletter there. We've got stuff in our merch shop. Go check all that out. We've got mugs, we've got shirts, we've got notebooks you can listen to all of our old episodes and all of our new ones if you go to any streaming platform i'm talking about the one that you are currently listening to this podcast on that's right we've got more episodes right there uh, about 260 episodes yeah so Maybe you know check out 80,000 hours is that right no. no no what i don't know jeff Not every episode is 50 hours long. You can also find us on social media. It is 2019, and we are just two young men trying to make it in this business. We are on Twitter at It's The Real, Facebook at It's The Real, and Instagram at It's The Real. We are also on Reddit. There is a page for It's The Real. Shout out to us. Shout out to us.
0: Shout out to Abu Khal who set it up. Yes. Jeff. Now is the time where we like to shout people out, and here's a little funny story that comes to us from El Ram. Our mom was taken out to lunch and museum by her good friend of a long time, Yeah, Cheryl 50, Sherman. 50-some no, she That's so. well, not a date. No, all right. Cheryl Sherman from Seacliff, New York. And Cheryl listened to episode 250, starring our mom. And she met up with her cousin's son, well, Noah. Well, that's like a nephew, right? Cousin's son. Or no, I guess no, it's cousin's a cousin. Son. Yeah, it's like a cousin. She met up with her cousin's son... Second cousin once removed. Noah Goldowitz from Queens, who happens to work for Ewing Athletics. And she was like, Hey, have you heard of these guys right here? Showed the phone with our faces on the podcast app. And he said, never heard of them. Now he was like, actually, yes. I'm a huge fan of them. And and a a lot of my friends listen to their podcast. And how do you know them? And Cheryl was like... I've known them for their whole lives, but all of a sudden, apparently, they're popular on podcasts. So, shout out to Cheryl. Shout out to Noah. Shout out to our mom for letting us know this is uh, bigger than we even knew. And shout out to all you guys for listening every week. Anything else? Yeah. If you want to get shout out on the podcast, maybe you should talk to our mom. (laughs) Jeff, as always, not for real, for real. Sure, sure. We'll see you guys next week.